on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Q and AF. That's where uh, you submit the Qs when we give you the AFs. Now you can submit your questions. A couple different ways. The first way is, guys, you can email those questions over to askandy at andyforsella.com. And second way is, uh, now that we're on YouTube, if you go on YouTube and you go to the Q&AF episodes and you uh, go down in the comments there and click subscribe and ask your question in the comments, we'll pick some of the questions from there as well. Uh, other times you tune in, if this is your first time listening, this is not just a Q&A show. This is a show that has shows within the show, okay? Um, today, you're going to get Q&AF, like we just said, but other times, you're going to get CTI. CTI stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where uh, we talk about what's going on in the world. We put some headlines up on the screen. We talk about what's true. We talk about what we think is bullshit, and then we uh, talk about how we, as individuals, can help collectively solve some of the problems that are happening in society. Other times, you're going to hear real talk. Real talk is just five to, tw- five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk, And then other times we have full length. Full length is what you see on most podcasts where there's a bunch of people and we have a little conversation or discussion or however you want to call it. I don't interview people. Uh, We have conversations. And then sometimes we have 75 hard verses and we're going to have a lot of those coming up. That's a big initiative for us is to get these stories out. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how we do the show. Most of the shows are going to be Q&AF or CTI, and then these other ones are going to be sprinkled in as we go. And we have this little thing that we call the fee. And the fee just means share the show, all right? Uh, we give a lot of information out here, especially on these Q&AF episodes that is extremely valuable based on uh, my 24 years as an entrepreneur. Um, and we try to help you guys out. And so if we help you, if we make you laugh, we make you think, if we give you a new perspective, if we uh, don't waste your time, please share the show. You'll notice that we don't run ads on the show. Uh, And the reason I don't run ads on the show is because I'm not going to sit here and tell you a bunch bunch of shit that I don't use and take money for uh, and then get yelled at by them about what I say on the show. So we keep it authentic. We keep it real. And um, I like the pure value exchange of if we do good, share it. If we don't do good, don't share it. Um, And that's how the fee works. So anyway, what's up? What's going on? I'm still trying to get my voice back. Yeah, it's it's, it's sounding a lot better. Dude, I can't believe it's been over a week. Yeah. It's still fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, talking to 4,000 people will do that. Yeah. <laughs> no matter. It was worth hours. it, though. Oh, yeah. well, no doubt. No doubt, man. But uh, yeah, no, everything's good, man. Um, what you got going on? Quite a lot, huh? Yeah, quite, dude. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah there is a lot. And, About uh, to be a, a, another another little uh, member to the to the yeah, family, huh? To, to the little Johnson tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's growing. We had a little, little labor scare last night. It, it's common. It happens. Bro, I you, he, he texted me. Uh, DJ texted me what it was like twelve thirty, yeah, like saying, "Hey man, I think I might be having this baby." I didn't. <laughs> I woke up late because I've been fucking exhausted, and uh, bro, I thought we were gonna have a baby, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> all right, yeah, same. But uh, a <clears throat> little fake out, huh? Yeah, a little fake out, man. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, so you know, usually how these situations work, I'll, I'll go quickly. But how these situations work, you get to the hospital, you check in. Now, if it's overnight outside of normal business hours, your actual delivery doctor, your OB, who you spent you know months meeting with, talking with, you know they're asleep, right? It's middle of the night, so you know you're left with a doctor for the first initial couple of hours that you've never met. Um, and so we had a doctor that we never met, uh, and I could tell immediately when he walked in something was going to be wrong. Okay, 
he seems he was like a I, I would assume that he's from India, okay. Um, but he walks in, he has his chest hair all out. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then I see the glasses. A little hamburger meat. Yeah, a little, little hamburger. You know, it's fine. But his glasses were leopard print at the top with pink frames. And I said, oh, man. He don't listen to the show. Oh, man. Here we oh, go. Man. You know what I'm saying? So he's sitting there talking. And, you know, <clears throat> there, there's this whole thing because Alex and I are not married yet, right? There's very little opinion that they want to hear from baby daddy, um, which n- neither here nor there. It's whatever. Um, but he's sitting there talking to Alex and he's, I'm hearing the language that he's using. And, you know, she's, he's asking Alex about her contractions and pain. She's giving him feedback. And he's like, yeah, you know, some people have different contraction pain. I'm, I'm, but like how he emphasized people in my mind, I said, oh shit, this is one of those fucking guys. Like, like legitimately. What guys? Like the people that think people, you know, like all men, people. Men can have babies? Yeah. Okay. Well, men cannot have babies. No, they can't. Right. Well, he didn't come back in the room. Uh, we're not playing that shit. Yeah. So it was really interesting. Well, I mean, do you really want a, a doctor that no. believes that men can have babies delivering your baby? I, I, it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. So he didn't. He didn't come back in the room. So, and uh, but you know, in my 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 role, I have to keep the room calm, cool, and collected. And you know, Alex, she has to focus on. Well, you know, what'd you do? Did you shoot him? No, no. I just had a conversation with the nurse. I said, yeah, yeah no more. Yeah. You know, completely outside of uh, Alex's. Uh, hearing and sight and yeah yeah we're not playing that shit well now she knows now she knows <laughs> you're welcome babe yeah <laughs> no birthing people here all right motherfuckers fucking women god dude i'm so tired of the shit it, like it, i'm it so no tired sense. of the shit bro like listen i respect you go live your life i respect it all you want but like bro i ain't playing this crazy this crazy shit no more no like bro men are men women are women men have penises they say this shit in kindergarten cop, bro. That's what I'm saying. Boys have penises. Girls have vaginas. I've seen that movie. Yeah. No, oh, you have? Yeah, I've seen All that. right. <laughs> now, if you want to fucking talk about it in some other way, or you want to like, that's fine. You want to you go through your life and you want to be a man or a woman, I'm cool with that. Whatever you fucking want. But dude, this, this trying to change the entire fucking language and the entire world and the entire thing around to make you... Like to demand us to bend to you, bro. No. Listen, cock balls and sugar walls. That's it. <clears throat> it but like, but it here's is. an interesting thing that I realized. I, I'm too. just tired of it, dude. Yeah. But like, I mean, here, here's, here's the and thing. The funny too. thing is, dude, they're not fucking. They're, it's, it's like when people complain about it, it's like, well, like I hear this all the time. You guys bitch about it and you say we're shoving it down your throat. But what about your religion? I'm sorry. I didn't. Remember shoving religion down anybody's throat. No. I don't remember like people walking down the street shoving their religion down everybody's throat. In fact, um, I don't think we've seen that in like, I don't know, like a thousand fucking years. Like, let's be real, dude. Maybe we need some of that. I'm just saying. Uh like, No, but dude, I I felt myself building this like inner inner rage, man. And I had to like really... Like, be careful, because I'm sure he's a good dude. I, you know, I don't know, you know, what, what, but listen, like, I'm just, like, I, I could feel myself starting to boil. Yeah. And I'm like, like, it was like, just this inner rage was starting to take, I'm like, all right, before we get any further, let's just cut this right here. Yeah. You well, know? you know why that is, though? Because. Because it has been forced. And it has dude, been that's forced, right. And it's, because these people, these like, people fuck. just go ahead and take the liberty to behave like you automatically agree with them and are going to accept their point of view in every single situation. And I'm sorry, but uh, some of us aren't. Yeah. And that doesn't make us bigots. That makes us realists. Like, mm-hmm. there is, like, 
the science that these people talk about is not real science. There's fucking real science. And then there's make-believe pretend land. And a lot of you motherfuckers live in make-believe pretend land. And you expect everybody else to come join you in make-believe pretend land. And these people don't necessarily even give a fuck how you live. We're just tired of being forced to live in make-believe pretend land and then be called names when we're not. Yeah. And it's blown up in their fucking faces. Yeah. But here's the good thing. He it's not like he was an actual doctor. It's not like he, he was doing his residency, so he's going yeah, around, well, you know, getting this. That time means he, in. if he's new, that means he's definitely indoctrinated. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and so I mean, because I, I was talking a little bit with the nurse, I'm like, I don't want to, you know, blow him up. That's fine, but you know, she's like, yeah, you know, he's been here for like a week. He has yeah. like three more weeks on rotation. I'm cool. like, okay, well, that's fine. Just, We're all sick of his shit. Not this room. That's for Sally. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. Well, uh, I got some good ones for well, you. That, that we'll start the show off with some good old. Bigotry. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is your first time. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> bro, look, man, I just get tired of it. I'm just, like, bro, this is, we got to live in reality. Reality is reality. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate people's freedom and their ability to live a life they want to live and, you know, be happy with who they are and live their, I appreciate that. But where it crosses the line for everybody else is when you start imposing that shit on everybody else's common sense and factual reality, which they understand is true, and you get pissed off when we don't buy into it. Well, motherfuckers, some of us are never going to buy into it. And no matter how many names you call us, no matter how much shit you do, no matter how big of a temper tantrum you throw, we don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Okay? So just go live your fucking life. Shut the fuck up. Be a nice citizen. Be nice to people. And you get treated just fine. It's where you force the shit where the problem comes. And that's, dude, these people have a hard time understanding that. No, they don't. And then they throw it up like, oh, what about you and your religion? Well, I don't know about you, bro. I keep my shit to myself for the most part. You know, like over over where you go, you guys are forcing your religion. No, we're not. Bro, religion up until the last fucking year has been at its lowest levels ever in humanity. You guys are forcing it back into reality because of your behavior. Because there's people that are like literally losing hope in humanity and they're being like, fuck, bro, this is like antichrist shit. I better go get close to God. Like yeah. you're creating the backlash yourselves. Well, I mean, to the point of religion, they're, they're, I mean, that shit's getting infiltrated. Bro. You know what I'm saying? The priests wearing the fucking rainbow fucking, I don't know what they call those things. The scars. Yeah. I don't know if it's called a scarf. Scounders. Scounders. That's what it really is. Bro, I <laughs> I think it's I think it's fucking I think what the problem here is, like real talk, is like these people have had free reign for the last 12 to 15 years to just harass everybody. And now the fucking I like I said three years ago, the the pendulum swinging back. And now they're playing victim. And they didn't even, even start swinging yet for real. <laughs> the worst thing I hear is all you conservatives. First of all, I'm not conservative. All you conservatives throwing this shit up all the time. You're worse than them. No, you've been doing it for over a decade, bro. And we are tired of it. It's only been three we're months. We're tired of your fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. It's only been a couple of months. So yeah. Just tuned. wait. Because it's going to get way worse. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <clears throat> anyway. Almost died. Do we got a show? We do have. I got uh, good ones. Are we you? just going to bitch? I mean. We could make a whole show. Just call it the bitch show. People probably still love it. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, man, I got some good ones for you, man. Let's get into these. Uh, Andy, question number one. Andy, your take on the Russian-Ukraine issue is a great perspective and one that I haven't really heard from anyone else. We've heard Donald Trump mention how he could end it in 24 hours, but he never really talks about how. Andy, if you had the keys to the free world today, 
how would you end the war? Well, first of all, you got to understand, Donald Trump was made to be the Antichrist slash Hitler of our generation by the media intentionally because he's an outsider, mm-hmm. all right? They made up the Russia collusion thing. They made all this shit that people hate Donald Trump for, for the most part, was total lies that were made up and propagated. Fabrication. Okay. And this goes back to the point that we try to make on the show all the time, which is the people they attack the most are actually the people that are with us the most, because that's why they want to keep them out. Because remember, it's not left, right, black, white, gay, straight. It's us, them, right? And all of you listening, that's us. And then there's them. You think that they're for you. They're not for you. No matter what you think of my opinions or anything, they're not for you. They're for them and not for us. And Donald Trump has been clearly identified as someone who's with us, and that's why they attack him. And so when they villainized Donald Trump over the last, you know, seven, eight years, remember that before Donald Trump was villainized for all this shit, remember he was a cultural iconic hero. He was the American dream. Everybody loved him. Every fucking rap song from pre-1916, or, or, or I'm sorry, 2016, uh, has fucking Donald Trump in there when they talk about, like, who's the biggest fucking baller boss motherfucker? It's Trump, right? Then all of a sudden, he's a racist. He's all these things. Well, part of how they villainized Trump was he actually went out and created strong foreign relations with our allies and people who are our adversaries which is very intelligent to do because if you just have adversaries that you don't have open communication with, nothing can be solved. And people used to like make fun of him when he went over and saw a little man from North Korea, right? Rocket man. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and how he, you know, had a respectful relationship with Xi Jinping Mm -hmm. and how he had a respectful relationship with uh, Putin and people, the media used that to make him look like he was a villain. But in reality, that's more security for us, the people, to have those open lines of communication because, guys, we occupy this planet with many different cultures. It's not just us. And so how would I end it? Probably the same way he would end it. Bro, this is, I mean, I would just call him up and say, Hey, what's up, Vladdy? How you doing, bro? Mr. Fazella, how are you? Hey, why are you taking it so hard on the Ukrainians, bro? They have the, the, the biolabs. They have to get rid of the biolabs. All right, well, let's work together. Let's sweep these corrupt motherfuckers out and let's take care of business, man. And let's stop, you know, killing the innocent people and let's kill the right people. How about that? How's that sound? Brother, I say, I say that's a good idea. I give you a bottle of vodka. All right, let's do it. Shots for everybody. Problem solved. And when that happens, the media, if it's not disbanded by then, is going to make it look like Trump's with Russia again, right? based off of their lives they ran for the last seven years. But we have to remember that a lot of these people that they make look like our total enemies are not actually our enemies. They're actually their enemies. They're their enemies. They're not our enemies. They're not the people's enemies. They're the enemies of these corrupt people that are in government that are calling the plays that are against the interests of these countries. And we are brainwashed through the media to believe that these people hate us, that they fucking hate America. They don't actually hate America. They don't hate American citizens. The whole world has benefited greatly from America existing. The whole entire world has much more freedom because of the 247 years that America has existed. All right. People don't hate Americans. They hate the government of America. And there's, that's two different things. Okay. So 
This is probably as simple as a phone call of calling him and saying, hey, stop blowing these things up and let's fucking clean house here and let's work together to fix this. And what you guys fail to understand, which what I covered, I think, and what this person's bringing up was how Ukraine is a cesspool for corruption for all these elite people. And they've been doing all of these things with bioweapons and biolabs and washing money, shell companies, and all this shit for a very long time. If you remember, you probably don't, the United States actually overthrew the Ukrainian government in 2014. Okay. That was under Obama. And then the Ukrainian government started executing and persecuting the, the people who live over in the area that where the conflict is right now for, uh, you know, being Russian. Okay. Because Ukrainian and Russians are the same fucking people. All right. So this is something that could be probably solved with a literal phone call saying, Hey, fuck these guys. This corruption is going to ruin the earth. It's going to cause nuclear. He knows this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'd already be doing it. He'd already be bombing everybody. So like, bro, it's open communications, man. And, you know, this is good advice for anybody with a business too. Like your competitors or people that are like your, your work, like you should always have open lines. You know what I mean? Like it's not good to, to just have these closed communication channels to where things get misunderstood and then you end up in a real bad position. So. I mean, dude, I think this could all be solved for a fucking phone call. And I think that's the last thing these people want. They want it to keep going. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I even think of it too, just like on a man-to-man level, right? There is a lot of respect and just mutual understanding that comes from shaking another man's hand. You know what that man is capable of, just off that handshake. Whether it's soft, whether it's hard, what his hands feel like, right? And, you know, people like Rush, you know, President Putin in Russia, what he's left to see of the United States is an 82-year-old man that he's got no shits his pants and yeah. falls down fucking, trips over stages and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like, like, there's no respect in that. No. You know what I'm saying? But like being able to shake a person, I mean, Donald Trump's what, six foot three or something like that? Like, you know, that's a decent sized man. I'm sure he has some decent sized Trump's hands. a big dude. Yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying? But like, there's something to be said with that. And all the small dudes out there be like, what's that have to do with it? <laughs> well, actually, it has a lot to do with it. And there's actual science to show that. It, it, listen, I didn't make the rules. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I'm just telling you Sorry what. Sorry, you're what, fucking what, tiny. It's what the fuck it is. All right. Okay. Calm down there, little guy. <laughs> like, like, bro. But that goes a lot into it, man. Hey, here's the reality, dude. You make up, you, you fucking call him up. You say, hey. Let's stop this shit. Let's work together, clean out the corruption. Let's make some fucking arrests. Let's arrest the people that are behind this shit. Okay. That's and what then, he wants. Huh? That's what Putin wants. That's all he's asking. I know for. that's what he wants, bro. But the whole media won't let us see a goddamn word he fucking says. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, you, you dude, all these people are jumping on saying, oh, Putin kills this and that. Well, what did they do? Like, you know, like we're do like bro, we got people running up and down the streets, killing people, not being held accountable. We had a guy here in St. Louis, Missouri, walk up to another guy, shoot him in the back of the head in broad fucking daylight, and they fucking let him out of jail, bro. Okay, um, if I'm president, I'm killing that guy. That's how you keep order in society, and these bleeding heart people in our country are preventing order from happening because it's not affecting them, right? Like you have all these white, wealthy liberals who live out in the fucking suburbs and their big ass houses. And they're saying, oh, you know, we shouldn't hold criminals accountable. That's, that's racist. That's this, that's that. 
while you have all the people who are living in the inner cities, black and white, suffering because of those policies. Okay, so we have to have a leader in this country, in every country, in every company, in every place of leadership that will hold accountability to a standard so that there can be civility. And we don't have that right now. In fact, we have the opposite of that. We have an administration intentionally creating chaos as much as possible. And the only reason that so many people are still against it, if they are, because I think it's less and less every day, the only reason is because they haven't seen it. They haven't touched it. They haven't dealt with it. They've never been a victim of crime. They've never been a victim of violent crime. They don't understand what it's like. They've never had someone in their family get killed by a criminal or been stabbed in the fucking face by a criminal. You see what I'm saying? So until it, until it touches them, they don't get it. And we're dealing with a bunch of idealists. This is why this show is called Real AF, because it's we got to talk about the realist perspective. Make believe all you want. But that fucking, that reality is smacking the face, you know? So... I think this is a communication issue. I think Putin wants it to end just as much as everybody else wants it to end. The only people that want it to keep going are the people that keep sending all their money, all our money over there and fucking stealing it. Your money. Yeah. My money. That's facts, man. I love that. And if he didn't, okay, let's just say, let's say Putin is who some people think he is. And he says, fuck you. All right. We fucking kill him. Yeah. I mean, hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. Very, very simple. Yeah. But I think I think the first is definitely the solution. Yeah. I love it. Question number two, Andy. Andy, I'm 35 years old. I just got turned on to your content from a TikTok reel, and I love every bit of it. But for someone like me, who many would call a late, not really interested in opening a business, a late bloomer. Um, however, I just want to become a better human, a better father, husband, friend. When it comes to personal development, where exactly should I start? Start with yourself, dude. Okay. There's three components to self that are going to make or break your life. There's your brain, there's your heart, and there's your body. Those three elements make up our tool chest. Those are our weapons. We cannot go to battle with shitty weapons. We get beat. All right. And this is why most people lose. Most people lose is because they get in the game without actually fully developing or working on fully developing those three items that I said. You have to be smart. You have to put good shit in your brain. You have to read good things. You have to, you have to, and as important as it is to put good things in your brain, it's important to keep bad things out of your brain. Okay. You have to be intentional about it in your heart. You have to ask yourself, what's my intent? Am I doing the right thing? Am I standing for what I know to be true? Because every single thing that every time you guys stay quiet, every time you don't say what it is, you know, to be true. And you keep that inside, you're killing your own heart and your own spirit. Every time you don't speak up when there's, when there's injustices in the world and there's things that you know are fucked up and you keep your mouth shut, bro, it's just like the bully at the schoolyard that takes your milk money. Every single time they take your fucking milk money, you don't do shit, you become a lesser version of yourself. And a lot of problem that's happening with people on the inside right now, inside of their own heart, is that they understand what's going on in the world right now and they're not doing or saying anything about it. And they know it's wrong and it's shrinking their own confidence, their own belief, their own self-esteem day by day by day. So speaking the truth, standing for what's right, doing the right thing, being a good ambassador of America, being a good ambassador of humanity, that's all going to contribute to your heart. Spirituality goes in there too, but I'm not going to tell you how to do that because that's what America is about. It's about freedom of religion and spirituality, and you can believe whatever it is you want to believe. All right. And then your body. Your body's the most important fucking weapon that you have, bro. 
like just like we talked a minute ago about Trump being an imposing figure, mm-hmm. um, your body and your physical fitness says something about you automatically. When you walk into a room and you are a fit, strong, healthy human being, not only are you going to feel confident, but everybody else in the room is going to notice. It's, it's like a calling card without you having to say a fucking word, okay? So where do you start? You start with those three things. Get your mind right. Get your heart right. Tell the truth. Tell yourself the truth and stand for the things that you believe in and take action for them. And then get your body fit, get your body healthy. I mean, this is a big part of what 75 Hard Live Hard is. This is why I live the Live Hard lifestyle. Okay, you guys see me post on Instagram every day, me doing the different phases of Live Hard. I do that because I want to show you that I'm actually living it in reality. Okay, and this is how I keep my shit in check because that Live Hard will keep all of those elements in check for me automatically. It's just, it's just the baseline of how I live my life. And if you're interested in that, if you go listen to episode 208, It's a program I developed. It's free. It's not a diet. It's not a challenge. It's not a fucking contest. It's a fucking program that you're going to use to build the framework around how you're going to keep these three things that we just talked about in tune all the time, as best as you can. Dude, that's such an important thing because many people, I mean, maybe it's not many people, I don't know, but I I would say most people would probably believe that, you know, once they they get a tool or get a knife sharp, it'll be sharp forever. Well, that's not true. It's not true. That's where self-awareness comes in, okay? When you sharpen your ax, right? Like you're going to cut, I have this analogy I talk about with sharpening the ax, all right? There's, ax is the most powerful tool that's ever been created in humanity. When you go down your street and you see fields that are cleared and civilization existing, remember that men with axes actually created that, okay? Now, When you think about an axe and you think about men using an axe, it requires different elements for it to be effective, right? The first one is effort. If you don't pick the axe up and you just leave it over there on the ground, it's not going to do anything, okay? So you got to have effort. If you pick up the axe and you swing it all at the tree and you hit it in a different spot every time, how long is it going to take you to cut down the tree? Fucking forever. Forever, (laughs) because we're not showing any consistency. We've got to hit it right at the exact same spot, okay? And then not only do we got to hit it at that right exact same spot, we got to hit it at that exact same spot over and over and over and over again. And that takes persistence, all right? So you have effort, you have consistency, and you have persistence. And then the last part is self-awareness. Because eventually when you hit that spot on the tree over and over and over and over and over again, sometimes it's a really big fucking tree. And guess what happens to that edge and that axe? It gets dull. And you have to be smart enough to know when it's dull and not just sit there and swing a dull axe against this same hole that you've created and then take a step back, sharpen the blade, and then go back at it, okay? And this is the same way with your skill set of discipline, mental toughness, and the three, the, the, the mind, the heart, and the body that we just talked about. It's, and this is, this is why I get like, why I, I almost laugh when people say, oh, well, live hard's not sustainable. There is no fucking diet. There is no fucking fitness program, which this isn't even that in the first place, but this always comes from those people. Yeah. Okay. That is sustainable over the course of time. If it was, if there was one fucking program that cured everything, uh, you wouldn't need to continue to do these things for your whole life. It's no different than taking a shower every day or putting on deodorant. Like some of you motherfuckers, by the way you talk, you never take a shower and you never put on deodorant. You all some stinky motherfuckers. (laughs) Okay. This is reality. 
we have to understand that our blade is going to get dull. And when it gets dull, we have to pull back. And then we have to intentionally put work back into our mind, our heart, and our body to get it tuned up again. And then when it gets tuned up again, everything that we're trying to do gets that much easier. I love that, man. I love it. Guys, Andy, our third and final question. Andy, I have a full-time job that I love. And I'm seeing a bunch of people online talking about passive income. I am genuinely interested in creating a few streams of additional income, but I don't really know what to trust or who to listen to. Do you have any recommendations for obtaining passive income? If anybody says passive income to you, you should fucking run. Okay, because they're either lying to you or they're selling you just the good parts of whatever it is they have, or they are just trying to sell you something to get you to buy to learn the secret to passive income, which is how they make their passive income. Okay, so here's the reality about passive income. And I know there's a bunch of people right now. What about real estate? All right, let's talk about real estate. Have you ever owned a rental property? Because I have. Owning a rental property is hard as fuck. And unpassive about that. And unpassive. You got to deal with renters. You got to deal with construction. You got to know how to do a bunch of shit. You got to deal with contractors. You got to deal with fucking shitty tenants. Like, there's a whole lot of hands-on here, okay? Now, when you get to the level of mega investor and you own a thousand properties and you have a management company built into that and they manage all your properties for you, now it is sort of passive. But I still have to call... Uh, Madad over here and say, hey, Madad, what's up with the fucking rentals? What's going on here? What's going on there? What's going on here? So this idea of passive is not true, okay? Because it takes a long time to get to that point. And then even then, it's still not passive. It's not passive. Like when you guys hear passive, the reason that word appeals to you is because you hear no effort. And there just is no way to make income with no effort, all right? Especially in the beginning. So when people promise you or any of these knucklehead coaches out here, buy my system for passive income, automatically fucking just scroll, okay? Because it's going to fucking cost you a whole bunch of time, a whole bunch of energy, and you might make some money, you might learn a new skill, but I can promise you there ain't going to be nothing passive about it. And this is reality. So if you want to create passive income, uh, here's what you can do. You can create an ad and you can say, hey, buy my course for passive income. And you could run the ad and people will pay you for the ad uh, until they figure out that you don't have a course for passive income and then your brand will be over and you will have made a few thousand dollars, a very small drop in the bucket for your reputation over the course of your entire life because you want passive income. If I were you, I would give up on the idea of passive income and I would start focusing on the idea of for sure income and uh, focus my efforts there. And understand that that's going to take some fucking... Absolutely. Some, some hardcore input. Bro, listen, part of the reason that people struggle so much with this concept is because they don't just accept that it's going to fucking take a lot of effort. Like, bro, the only reason that it, it sucks for you guys is because you, you're expecting it to be easy because you have all these people telling you that easy, passive, free, right? If you would just accept, it's like somebody with anxiety. All right, somebody who has anxiety or struggles with anxiety, they create these expectations that they're going to be able to get through the day without feeling anxious at all. And because they're they're now trying to get through the day without feeling anxious, the minute that they feel anxious, they get super fucking frustrated and it makes it way worse. Okay? So, once you just accept that anxiety is just a part of doing 
real shit in real life. You're going to have problems and you just accept it. Now, all of a sudden, when it happens, you're like, all right, cool. Well, that kind of sucks, but we'll get through it. Yeah. All right. Same thing with passive income. Stop expecting it to be passive. Stop expecting it to be easy. Stop expecting it to be fucking automatic and start understanding that like, hey, this is just going to be hard and I'm going to go at it every single day. And I can promise you, if you commit to that process and you come back in five years versus the person who's just saying, oh, I'm going to do this passive income, they're going to be exactly where they are and you're going to be five years down the road, real progress. I fucking love that, man. I love that. Guys, drop down in the comments. Let us know if you fucking with that or not. Guys, Andy, that's three. Go pay the fee. Hey, don't forget to click that subscribe button on YouTube and let us know what you think in the comments, all right? Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next time. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no headshot, case closed. Close.